0: Welcome to the Intentional Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Ange Barnard, and today we are talking about reframing the pressure that you feel. Now, why would you want to reframe the pressure that you feel? Well, because for many of us, when we feel like we're under a lot of pressure from, let's say, we feel like there's expectations placed on us where we need to do all the things very well, or we need to manage a lot of things at the same time. Right? Or we're stepping into a new space and we feel like, oh, maybe you're like me and you're like, I don't really know what I'm doing here, but I'm like trying to figure it out. I'm trying to show up in my best way. You know, you can feel a lot of pressure in those situations. And when that happens, for many of us, it triggers the feelings of anxiety or overwhelm. You know, and just think about when you feel overwhelmed, does that help you like show up in your best way, get all the things done better? not so much right or when you're feeling anxious which is that catabolic energy that's triggering that affects you a lot of times in like many negative ways i don't know how else to say it but you feel like it impacts your relationships it impacts like your performance all the things right and this comes from the way that you're seeing the pressure in your lives That's why it's crucial that we reframe how we're seeing it. Because if we're seeing it in a way of like making up a story, like, I don't know how I can handle all this. I'm not good enough to do this. Whatever it is, that story is the issue. The pressure is not the issue. It's the story. It's the thing that we're making up about it that's causing us to feel a certain way. Right? And it's also causing us to perform a certain way. So it's just really important to look at the stories we're making up about things and do those stories serve us? Do those thoughts serve us? Those are things that I'm always checking with myself. Like if I realize like I'm feeling off, you know, like I'm feeling a certain way that I don't want to feel, I'm like, okay, Ange, what are you making up here? What are you thinking, right? Because that's leading to this feeling. It's just important to check yourself. And the thing is, a lot of us, all of us have habits of the way that we're thinking, right? The same thoughts that we had today are the same thoughts that we had yesterday for many of us, because I forget the number, but it's like 90 something percent or whatever. Are the thoughts we had today are the thoughts that we had yesterday. They're on repeat. This is why it's so important, y'all, that we reprogram our minds to be the people that we want to be. Because I'm telling you, whatever it is you want in your life, you can't be thinking like an older version of yourself, right? You got to find new ways to think so that you can be a different kind of person because the thoughts that you had that got you here aren't going to be the same kind of thoughts that get you there, you know? So let me explain. The reason why I wanted to share this with you, and I'm about to go in story mode here, is because... I feel like a lot of us are under feel like we're under a lot of pressure in our lives, you know, to handle all the things, to perform a certain way. And sometimes it just like really brings us down, right? And we'd like that underlying anxiety feeling is often there. That that sense of overwhelm. And it's like, that's not how we're supposed to be living, feeling that way every day. Like we're supposed to be living an abundant life, finding joy in all the things, right? So Yesterday was the last day of my group that meets together. Um, We're a group of women that are really passionate about professional speaking, and we are wanting to grow our businesses when it comes to professional speaking. So... Um, we're in our group and Jess Ekstrom is the leader of this group. If you're curious about this program at all, message me because uh, I loved it and I have so much to say about it. Um, but we just finished our entire program. So it was our last day. And the way that Jess ended it was really encouraging us, you know, to really look look at our minds and, and build that confidence in ourselves that we can do this, you know, And we all got to work on that in different areas of our life. Well, anyways, she said that's really important that you pick a mantra for yourself or you pick something that you're going to tell yourself when you experience that pressure in your life. And I talk about this stuff all the time. Like, what are your personal mantras? What can you pull out? Tell yourself to shift the energy, to shift the energy from that catabolic state into that anabolic state. And it really helps if you ask yourself a question. That's a great way to shift, but even just like reflecting back on the mantras. So this is what she said to us. She said, you know, one of the things that really works well for me is telling myself that pressure is a privilege. Ooh, that's so good. Pressure is a privilege. So when you are experiencing that in your life, that pressure, tell yourself that. You know, I just think about so many times in my life that I've experienced pressure. And if I would have thought that, like, it would I, man, things would have shifted so much. I'm looking at right now, I'm actually standing holding this mic as I'm talking. I don't know why I just feel like standing today holding the mic and my, just to paint the picture for y'all, we are about to go on a trip. So I'm going to Florida and I have some conferences that I'm attending in Florida, which I'm so excited about while my husband's at his conference. And then we leave from Florida and we fly out to Seattle and my husband's with me in a conference all week and I'm going to be working from Seattle. Well, anyways, as I'm before we leave anywhere, it's kind of like crazy in the household because we're like getting all the things ready and set up. But it's extra crazy because we are airbnb our house. airbnb Yes, that sounds right. Our house for the first time. My personal home. So I'm getting all the things ready. I just created a, a welcome guidebook. And like it's feeling so legit. Guys, it's feeling so legit because, you know, on my vision board this year, I really wanted to work on being an Airbnb host, being a property investor. Like I have all these identities, all these dreams and goals I'm working on. And to see those things come to be feels so freaking good. I want that for you. I want that for you. So next time commit to your vision rolls out, get yourself in commit to your vision. Because it's like that feeling of seeing your dreams come to fruition oh it feels so freaking good so i'm i just like looking at my guidebook right now i'm like i'm so proud looking outside and seeing we just got a new dock and just the fact that i know my guests can enjoy this beautiful new dock and i'm looking at the lake and i'm just like i'm excited even though it's a little messy in here because i gotta finish packing up i went on a tangent where was i going with this where was i going with this um we're coming back okay so um I was thinking about, oh, this is where I was going with us, is because I remember when I was sitting outside on my deck area overlooking the lake and I was crying, like bawling, crying this past, uh, was it, yeah, this past summer. So last summer, because remember, you know, Ian was hiking the Appalachian Trail and I was on the trail with him a, a good chunk of the time. But there was some times I had to leave the trail to come and move everything from South Carolina to Indiana to our new home. And it felt like a lot of pressure was on me, like I was trying to move across all these states, packing up all these things, you know, and I felt like it was on me. Thankfully, my mother-in-law was helping me with so many things, thank God. But like that was a huge move and it just felt like a lot of pressure. There was a lot of things I had to get together and I was coaching full time. I was having internet issues because my internet wasn't set up in the house like it was supposed to be. It was like, and meanwhile, I'm trying to work, everything's a mess. Like you all know, if you ever like move, you all know that feeling of everything's all over the place and then you're still trying to perform normal life and keep it together. together. So I just felt all this pressure and I couldn't get all the Ian, you know, I just didn't feel the support that I normally had from him because he's out in the woods, middle of nowhere. Anyways, I'm outside, I'm on this, on this table, sitting on this table and I'm just like ugly cry sobbing and just feeling so much pressure. And if somebody would have said to me, Ange, pressure is a privilege a privilege. It's a privilege that you get to do this. Look at this house that you you feel stressed because you moved into this beautiful lake home that was a dream of yours, right? That's That's a privilege that you get that. You feel stressed right now because your husband's on the Appalachian Trail following one of his dreams. What a privilege, you know? So I just feel like that helps me so much. And sometimes I know guys, like you're going through stuff that where it's like, Oh, it's harder to say like, this is a privilege. Some, I'm just thinking right now of someone I went to high school with who she, um, just found out that her daughter was diagnosed with a very rare brain type of disease. Um, where basically like as she you know everything kind of deteriorates as she gets older and she's going to be like losing her sight, losing her ability to walk like devastating like i might cry even just talking about it it hurts my heart for her and i think about like her you know when i think about like if someone said to her the pressure is a privilege right and you might want to be like f you sorry but like let's be real right but the thing that I, I so i really thought about that situation this morning and when i was sharing this knowledge with you in this mantra And um, I thought, so thinking about her, I thought about, but it still is. I know, even though that hurts so bad, like the situation she's in, the fact that she loves that little girl so much, so much, right? Privilege. That you get to to love someone like that, right? And you get to see God move. And I know God is moving in her life. Like already there's been like this um, new, like, new, I don't know how to describe this, medicines and things like coming out to help with that situation that her daughter is dealing with. So she's getting like the top of the line care. The entire community has showed up and just loved on her. There's there's benefits happening on the regular. And it's just like these people are getting these opportunities to show up and serve and like feel that presence of God, you know, like Dang, is it hard though to see it that way when it's like you're going through hard stuff. I mean, I'm not saying any of this is easy, but what I am saying is that switch from the pressure is a privilege. Ooh, so powerful, right? So freaking powerful. So I wanted to share with you two um, another story that I looked up. Let me find it because I was looking up I wanted to see how this related to God and like the Bible and like all that stuff because like I'm, I'm a nerd like that I'm gonna look it up and be like what does God say about this you know like I'm just checking it out and even if that's not your thing like you can still be like story there's a story here that I can learn from but it is my thing so I'm gonna tell you okay so I, I googled and I found this I I Okay, let's just read it. It says, God uses stress to help us redefine or rediscover our priorities. Redefine or rediscover our priorities. I want you to hear that. Because think about anyone that has experienced something that is tough that they're going through. Like a lot of times on the other end, like when it's all done, they'll be like, what a gift that was for me. Because I really had to check myself. I was headed down this path that didn't serve me you know, and I was starting to prioritize stuff that didn't matter. And what, like, I think about when I hear people that lost people that they love or they're, you know, dealing with that, it's like, they're like, wow, like this brought me back to my family to prioritize what matters more. Maybe work doesn't matter as much here. You know, it's like shifting that. So there's just so much value in that, the fact that God is using that to help you redefine or rediscover your priorities. So, I don't know this person, but let's hear their story. It says, Bill and Evelyn's marriage relationship was a distant one. They had drifted apart over many years, pouring themselves into their jobs and short, shortchanging their family. But when their son Jason was found in possession of heroin, the months that followed brought unprecedented, how, how do you say that? Crisis. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and also the desire to pull their marriage back together right? So in this story, it's like their marriage was falling apart. They're prioritizing work over everything, you know, over their own personal marriage, over their own child. But when they found out their son was dealing with heroin issue, it was like that pulled them back together. That strengthened their marriage. And the way that I see it is like it strengthened probably their whole family bond is like God used that. Like everything can be used for good. Everything. That's why, you know, one of my favorite mantras, everything is happening for me. Why? Because God is for me, period, non-negotiable. So even if I'm going through crap and it sucks, I know that it is going to be used for good, that it can be used for good. And I got to be open to that. Why would I want to believe that? Because it serves me. Why would I not want to believe that? Right? Because you can believe whatever you want. So why not choose to believe something that serves you, that helps you feel better? This is, this reminds me of going back, to putting my career coaching hat on over here is like when someone either, and I've been working with a lot of entrepreneurs too lately, but like even in their business, let's say they get, um, they, they launch a new program or something and it doesn't get filled up the way that they wanted it to be, right? It's like that is happening for you. Like it, it, maybe it's meant because you're like, oh, there's a tweak here. There's something I need to do differently. Right. Or maybe it's meant to believe in yourself, to keep going after whatever it is. It can be used for your good. You know, and the same thing is like reframing around rejection, like in the space of, you know, we're putting ourselves out there. Like a lot of my clients around different roles and opportunities or you reach out to someone and they ignore you, whatever it is like that is happening for your good. Can you can you make that be true for you? Maybe that person you weren't actually supposed to talk to, they wouldn't benefit your life at all. You know, maybe that job, like that rejection is creating the space to, to be open, still open for you for that better thing to come along. Like I think about even past relationships. Thank God some of those people rejected me because look at who I'm with now and, and how amazing that is. Right. God knew like he was keeping that space open for me. So I just want you to check. What are you making things mean, right? And what mantras, what things do you need to tell yourself so that you can keep your energy up through all that? So you can show up in the best way, even through all the crap. So this morning... Uh, we were in my flown group, you know, the productivity group that I'm a part of. Every morning at 830 Eastern Time, that's my like time to sit down and we go through, we do a little meditation together and we do some journaling for five minutes and then we tell each other our intentions for the day. And then we end with a with a quote. I love it. I love the whole setup. So I had my friends from all over the world. We're in our group together. And the question we were asked this morning was about des- um destination. Like if it's not about the destination, then what is it about? And some of us are like the journey, you know, cuz we're so used to that quote. But what is it really about then if it's not about the destination? And I loved hearing people's story like answers, responses to what to that. And this is what someone said. She said it's about finding the joy in all the things. Even if it's hard, finding the joy in all the things. And remember, rejoice. Rejoice means to bring joy to. Right? Even during the crappy stuff. Can you be the person that brings the joy? I always, when I, when I talk about this, I always think about every year when I used to work in county mental health, we would have to prepare for audits. It was this huge process. And a lot of people hated it because you had to like, and especially on my end, I'm the person like coming in, make sure that you were doing all the things and like, and then setting it up. And like I ran the quality improvement program. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of work to be done in county mental health with that. Anyways, um, I remember yeah, everybody hated it and everyone was like annoyed and just like, you'd feel that catabolic energy. And I was like, I'm going to bring the joy here. I'm bringing the joy because this is the thing a lot of y'all forget. And I forget this too, like on the regular, you are a powerful influencer. You can help influence that energy. Stop being a victim of all the negativity around you you can shift that energy and at least shift it in yourself, right? If you're not going to do it for other people, do it for yourself. Make yourself enjoy that moment if you're going to be there. Like, that's what I was thinking initially. I'm like, well, I'm going to have fun here because I'm not going to be miserable this whole week of the audits that are happening. So what I did was like, I was like, y'all can join me or not, but I'm going to be like eating like good food during this week. I'm not like bring special food each day for lunch i'm gonna um, have themes where i'm dressing a certain way like in fact i'm gonna run a competition with all of the social workers then the therapists like we're gonna see who can get the best quality improvement scores with each team and whoever does we're gonna do a big pizza party for them like i was like bringing all these things in like i'm bringing the joy here i'm gonna rejoice Because it's so easy to focus on the suck of it. Like another example, this is random, but I was outside this morning. So I go outside. Um, I was going to bring out some food to feed the ducks. But then I like didn't because my neighbor was out there and I didn't want her to be like, Ange, are you really encouraging them all to come into our yards? Um, Anyways, so I uh, she was on her porch and I looked over at her and she said, I was like, I love our dock because that's their company and they b- just built our dock. And she's like, yeah, it looks nice. And she's like, I just wish it was, um, I wish it was warmer. I just wish it was warmer. Like that was her response. And I, I bring that up because I do that too. Like when someone says something, like it's so, like brings up something that's joyful, right? And then we like bring it down. We take that energy down. It's like we're the sandbag, the hot air balloon and the, we're the sandbag and we're like, come back down here. Right. Let's focus on the thing that's wrong. But for a lot of us, it's the default. And you know people like that. It's like that's how they show up. Someone says something's awesome and they're like, well, this sucks. Right. And you're like catabolic energy at play there. That's what it looks like. But we do it, too. It's so easy for us to point fingers. At everybody else be like this is this is person shows up in a very catabolic, negative way. But I'll be showing up that way sometimes, too. You know, like I got to check myself, too. And then instead of us dropping down and be like, well, she's a Grinch, you know, or whoever is a Grinch. Like, can we shift that? Can I like like she brought it down? Can I be like, oh, well, I love this thing about you. Or what about this? Like, ask a question. Like, what's coming up that you're excited about? You know, like shift that energy. Um, sometimes it can be really tough to do with some people because they get really rooted in That negativity and they just keep bringing it down, but that's important. I hear this a lot with people who work with different clients, where they're like, "Man, it's like every time I talk to them, it's like, oh, like down, 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 down." Or your friend calls you and the energy is like immediately they start complaining, whatever, and you're just like, "I don't even want to talk to this person. Or, I don't like how I feel when I talk to them." Well, what if you shifted? What if you what if you shifted them, or tried to at least? You know, and it might be like, hey, I remember this thing about you like that. I love about you. And it's like you're complimenting them and say, what's going on with that? You know, and then shift them up and just see what happens when you do that. I have a family member who we often talk to you and like they people say in my family, like I can't even talk to that person. It just brings me down every single time. And I feel like I'm like, really? Because when I talk to them, I have a very different experience because I should shift them up constantly. And I actually really enjoy talking to them. I have to do the work, but I I make it work because I'm thinking about me too. I'm thinking about how I feel. I'm not gonna be a victim of how other people show up. Sorry, but that ain't gonna be my life. Because if that was my life, y'all, and if that was your life, wouldn't all of us be living a pretty miserable life? Because think about how a lot of people show up in the world. Really crappy, okay? And I know that maybe you're not gonna be responsible for your energy. And the way you show up, I'm talking about to the, the people that show up in a crappy way in the world, but I'm going to be, I'm going to be responsible for my own energy and how I show up and how I feel, you know? Preach. Okay. Let me see if this mic is still recording. Yeah, it is. All right. I got so much stuff I got to do over here still, but I just needed to del- deliver this to you. Okay. So I know I have some more stories for you real quick before we end this episode. Um, Oh, going back to that story. So I, we talked about that couple, right? That was struggling with their marriage and then their son had the heroine situation happening and it brought their family closer, all that, right? Well, I just want to reflect back on stories like that. Because what happens in those times of pressure or difficulty that we experience, what's happening is God is working in you and developing your character, your godly character. That's what's happening there. And you're becoming more of that faith-filled person. You're becoming the kind of person that can show up and handle anything with kindness and grace. Right? But how do, you, how do you become that person if you haven't dealt with some crap? And think about our lives like around the things that we love and we cherish the most. It doesn't always come easy to us. In fact, we love it so much because maybe there was some difficulty in getting the thing. Like that made us love it even more. I wanted to go outside and jump around and dance on my new dock that we just got. It, this, this situation of the dock has been really stressful. Um, there's whole other stories tied to this dock. But anyways, when we, this dock was done, I took a picture and I sent it to my husband. And I was like, it's here. You know, and I was like all excited. And I was like, let's go out there and like dance around on the dock, you know, twerk or something. I don't know. I don't know. I probably wouldn't do that, but I'm not a good twerker. But anyway, it's like go out there and like dance around the dock and be like, "Yes!" But why would I even do that? Because it was difficult to get this thing figured out and make it happen, become a reality. That's why I'm even more excited about it. I just think about all the things in my life like I've had to work towards, I cherish them more. I mean, think about like a lot of times when people are just handed things, they don't really cherish it. They don't really value it. Right? So, pressure is a privilege going back to that pressure is a privilege because it also makes you really proud of yourself you know when you show up you deal with that pressure in such a good way and then like you're proud of yourself side note I gotta tell you the story so um you know I've been coaching people to speak on the TEDx stage and I'm still working on getting myself on the TEDx stage I've been applying. One of the biggest feedback I have received, though, is when I'm not local, like people are like, oh, we're prioritizing local speakers. And it's like, well, in Indiana, we don't have as much going on over here when it comes to TEDx. But I still believe that I'll get on that right stage. You want to pray for me about it? You can. Because I know it's coming, because I know the world needs to hear about this whole communication energy shifting stuff that I'm talking about in a way that people can relate to. I know that needs to happen. Um. And it will happen eventually. But anyways, I've been coaching. I've been blessed to be able to coach other people to get on stage, though, which is fun. So um, what I've noticed is sometimes when you're doing this work, it can be really difficult to facilitate a group. If you've ever facilitated a group, you understand these challenges of where, you know, you want to give everybody a chance to speak. And you have an agenda, though. You got to move forward. And there's just a lot going on, Right. And sometimes people can be really difficult. Even if you say, you know, like you you do all the things to like cut people off and to move forward and do it in a very good way. And I feel like I'm I'm pretty good about that. I really do feel like I create this space that is good to be in. You feel good, you know, I don't want to shame anyone. I'm very mindful of the way I do things when it comes to facilitation. And I also am good about keeping the agenda moving forward. Um. Anywho, I had this person that was a challenge in the group I'm just gonna say it that way and I after so it felt uh, there was a lot of pressure on me it felt like I had a lot of pressure because I still had to get through everybody we had in our agenda but then this one person kept hogging it like it's almost like stealing the mic very forcefully taking the mic and um and I had to take it back, you know, like that kind of situation was happening. So there was a lot of pressure there. I'm like, crap. We were like, got to move forward. I want to make sure everybody else feels good. I got to manage this energy. Like all that stuff was going in my mind. And afterwards, it and all went well. All was well. So it ended. And afterwards, I was so proud of myself because I was like, dang, I'm proud of you handling that pressure. And what a privilege it is that you get to do this work, Right. So that's a good reframe that I needed. I'm going to keep that reframe as I move forward and doing all this facilitation work because I'm sure there'll be more situations I'll have to deal with um, that I get to deal with. Correction, have to, I want to I teach you this real quick. Anytime you hear someone say, I have to do this, I have to, that's an example of catabolic energy showing up because it makes it seem like we don't have a choice. Whereas like if you say, I choose to do this, that's a shift up into the anabolic state. So just even checking yourself with that when you're like, oh, I have to do all this stuff today. No, you choose to. Maybe you choose to to honor other values of yours, right? Even for me, I didn't want to go to Walmart yesterday. I did not want to go to Walmart ever, but I had to go to Walmart yesterday to get some stuff for the house and for this Airbnb stuff that's happening. So anyways, I could say I have to go to Walmart today. It's like, no, I choose to go to Walmart so that I can get my house set up from my other dream that I have, right? I choose to go to this job maybe that I don't really like to honor my family, to have the finances, to take care of the people that I love, whatever it is. That reframe. That's to shift up in energy. This is what this reframing stuff does for us. It shifts our energy. And that is so powerful. When you can shift your energy, you are, dang, you become so powerful in the sense of like, uh, like things start to align and flow in and like just, it feels good to be around you. Like you see life in a different way. You feel good. And like, that's what I feel like it's about too. is like really enjoying your life as much as you can. Of course, there's going to be hard times. Um, I wanted to see there was someone else. Oh, someone else said during our productivity group around, if it's not about the destination, then what is it about? I loved what she had to say too. So I wanted to share that. She said, learning on the way, like if it's not about the destination, it's about what we're learning as we go, the lessons that we have there. And so true, because I don't know about y'all. Actually, I do. You do like to learn. You're like me. You want to learn all the things. I get it right? And it feels good to learn. It feels good to feel like you're making progress in some area or you're mastering something. That feels really good. In fact, I feel like if you're not progressing, you're not learning, that equals depression, I think, for a lot of people. This is why I feel like it's so important that you need to have a vision and that you're always working towards stuff. Because we want to do that as humans. We always want to be moving forward. And if you feel like you lack a vision and you're not working on stuff, then equals depression. And then you tend to isolate, which equals more depression. So this is why I'm always pushing people, put yourself out there. Get in different rooms, right? Be working on something. Have a vision that matters to you. Speaking of that, there's another thing I want to tell you before I go. And this is, um, you know, I told you this weekend I'm going to be doing two conferences. They're related to my vision, right? I, every time I choose to invest in something, this is how I am. I'm, I am like, look at my vision. I'm like, does this help me be who I want to be? If the answer is no, then I'm not going to do it. But if the answer is yes, then I'm going to be there. I'm going to be doing the thing, you know. So um, I have opportunities for you coming up around conferences that you can attend, so I have a personal event happening at the end of October. I will release, I'll let you know, as soon as it's released to the general public. Right now I'm, it's in partnership with the other few, few other coaches. So they also get to fill up the spaces with their clients. So we're being mindful of like before we're like, everybody can come, you know, to make sure that they have like their spots filled and they're honoring their people's. So I'll let you know, but that's in Indiana. Um, It's in Shipshawana, Indiana. It's going to be October 20th weekend. If you are interested, just message me because maybe I can give you a spot in there before we broadcast it out to the public because it's not a super big event. It's going to be a pretty intimate event, but I'm really excited about that. And then um, the other event that I want you to think about is uh, Keisha, Keisha Get Mary's event. She has a podcast, Empower Her. If you're not familiar, if you... If you are familiar, like, like Keisha, like hype, all the energy. Um, Last year, I went to her event in Phoenix. It was the first time she did the event. It was phenomenal. Amazing speakers. Um, This year, for sure, Trent Shelton will be there again. Um, And then Chris and Lori Harder and Keisha and I know there's going to be a gazillion other surprises because that's just how she does. So this is an event where a bunch of women come together three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and um, it's in Denver, downtown Denver. And I will link all of the details in the section, this episode, in the details section of this episode so you can go check it out. The reason why I am telling you this is because I got an affiliate code that you can use. Um, it's ANGELA, all caps, ANGELA. I don't know if the caps even matter, but ANGELA is the, the affiliate code and you get $50 off. So that saves you 50 bucks, okay? So if you wanna be there. The other thing about this event, it's all meant to empower you. Like I said, amazing speakers. I promise you, like I promise you it's worth going to. And the other cool thing is that my friends and I are all going to be there with each other done and you're my friend. So come hang out with us. And if you don't do VIP because she does offer a VIP night, um, which is Yeah. In the evening, if you're not doing that, you can come out with us. So what we are going to do is just go out together. We're going to get dressed up and go out in town together. And it's just going to be really fun to be with each other. And I got some really fun friends. I'm just going to say that. Fun past clients. Some of my past clients are going. So it's just going to be really fun. So if you're looking for an event that can hype you up, I definitely recommend this event. I'll talk more about it later, but I will put all the details again in this um, episode. I'll be there, I am getting. I got all my stuff set up, I'm flying to Denver, and you're like, when is it? Because I forgot to tell you even when it was, so let me look at the calendar real quick and make sure I get the dates right for you. Okay, so it is happening December, tw- or not December, September, fall, September 22nd to the 24th. So it's all three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and what's cool is my sis is going with me. So I'm really excited about it. And if you decide that you want to go and you need a roomie and you need to figure that situation out, I feel like I probably can help you with that given all the other people that I know that are going and you get to meet me there. So I highly recommend that event, especially if you are in the area, if you are in the Midwest or you're in the around the Denver area, get your butt at those places. Okay. Those events I just told you about. Because I would love to see you and it'll be fun. So fun. Okay. I think that's all I got for today, guys. I'll leave all the details. Like I said, I know I said that's my third time saying that. All right. Let me sip this coffee. Let me remind you of the mantra that we declared. And this is it. Pressure is a privilege. So next time you feel that sense of pressure on you, reframe. Reframe it to something like that and see how that flows and be the light. Also, if you like this episode, leave us a review. I got to keep saying that. Have the best day. I will talk to you soon. Bye.